Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show, brought to you by gtex.org.uk. I'm your host, Simone Vincenzi, and this is the podcast for experts who want to become the ultimate authority in their niche while making an impact in the world. And today is a great episode where we're going to discuss how to master your health with our lifetime members, Ian and Annie. Now, this we are going to um, run a free event called Purpose to Abundance, Master Your Health. On the 18th of March, you can get your free tickets here in the show notes. And this is a way for you to connect with Ian, with Annie, and learn what they're going to share at the event, as well as really listen to their stories, because they are absolutely mind-blowing. Annie has been a guest here on this show uh, in the past two episodes, actually, I think it was episode 205, and uh, we talked about uh, how to, and that's what she's going to talk about as well, how to find time and create time to master your health, in particular if you are a really busy entrepreneur and expert, coach, consultant, how do you make time and find time in your busy schedule? to operate at peak level. And while Ian, uh, he had an incredible story, he lost tons of weight. When I say tons of weight, I say tons of weight. And he did it without dieting. And that's what I loved about his message and about uh, um, all that he does. And that's why uh, listening to his story and to what he has to share can make a real impact in your life. In fact, we talked about how Annie got her life and her health back. We talked about how Ian lost a lot of weight without dieting and how to make sustainable changes in your life. Again, we're going to run the free event, Purpose to Abundance, on the 18th of March. Get your free ticket here in the show notes. You can find it at the very top, as well with the links to connect with Ian and Annie. Um, as well, if you haven't subscribed to the show, make sure you subscribe right now, straight away, so you don't miss any other episode. And if you want to connect as well with all the guests that we have on our show, Ian, Annie, and all the other amazing guests, then join our Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz, where you can connect with these incredible experts and as well connect with like-minded people and get bonus training and bonus material. Lucky you! It's time to get started, so enjoy Master Your Health with Ian and Annie. Welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. Today is a special interview with uh, Annie Wright that you can see. Give us a wave, Annie. And uh, then we have Ian Philip James. Uh, give us a wave, Ian. Hello, how are you doing? Hey, so we are live right now here on uh, Facebook and also going to be recorded on our podcast. And we are talking about the our next upcoming event that we have, which is a Purpose to Abundance, Master Your Health. As entrepreneurs, we need to take care of our health. Now, this is coming from me, where I neglected my health for a good uh, nine years, and uh, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun because I was burning out every three months, and uh, I had challenges with eating disorders. Uh, um, I couldn't sleep at night. Uh, 
I was sick every three, four months. And so last year I decided to take it actually seriously and not work every single hour under the sun and do something for my health. And this is why at our next event, The Purpose Abundance, which by the way, guys, you can get the ticket right now here in the comments. It's a free ticket. Uh, I decided to call uh, Ian and Annie to talk about the topics of health. So I would love just to start with, uh, uh, with Annie first, so you can introduce uh, yourself uh, and in particular, why this topic of health is so important for you, Annie. Hi, I'm Annie Wright, and this is a, a topic that is more than dear to my heart. It is my life. In 1992, I damaged my knee, and that had a fairly yeah, annoying effect on my 20s and 30s that I basically couldn't do very much. Mm. And so over the next last 15 years, in my chiropractic career, I've used what I've learned to get myself better with my clients. And now I help other people in businesses get themselves better and enjoying life to the full. Because for me, life isn't worth living unless you're really enjoying it. Whatever you're doing, if you're enjoying it, it's so much easier. Amen. Yes, thank you, Annie. <laughs> now, uh, you're, we, Annie and I recorded an interview recently for our show. So if you go and explode your expert business show, there is a full interview uh, with Annie where you can also hear a bit more about her tips and strategy to find time for health. But also that's what you're going to share at the event. Now, Ian, how about yourself? Why health? How did you end up in this journey and why is it important for you? Yeah, that's a really interesting uh, question, Simone. So uh, I used to be really overweight myself, uh, like 100 pounds heavier overweight. So for, for the Europeans listening, uh, that's about 40 kilos. Uh, I, I was literally kind of twice the man that I am today. And, uh, and, and I used to try diet after diet after diet after diet. And, and it just like the problem just kept on coming back over and over again. And the, the big thing that eventually cracked for me was that actually, like, I was just constantly trying to fix a dysfunction with other dysfunctions. I was constantly trying to fix problems by introducing new problems. So, like, I, you know, I clearly had some sort of eating disorder because I was overweight, right? So, but then I would introduce new disorders and new dysfunctions in the form of ridiculous uh, food choices, um, nonsensical <clears throat> calorie deficits, and all of this kind of stuff. And it was only really when I discovered that I needed to get my mind into the game that the results became ongoing and lasting. And what I discovered was that actually it's what I put into my mind that's what I put into my mouth. And what I found was that as I started to fix what was going on up here in my head, then the things that were going on down there in my belly began to largely take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. I further deeper and found that actually, once I began to look at the root causes of the issues, like what I was escaping from, uh, the things that uh, I was turning to food for, uh, dealing with stress with food, actually I had to fix those things that were causing the issues in the first place. And then actually I was much less likely to indulge in the 
habits and poor behaviors that uh, that were causing the the weight issues so right. for me uh, really began to turn around once i fixed the peripheral stuff and once i did that then actually eating got easy mm-hmm. so and that, that was a big deal for me I, I had to fix everything else before the weight got fixed so that's really what i help people to do is to to fix the stuff that's in the background that's going to make the weight loss journey way way easier than they think it needs to be uh, that's brilliant thank you very much for sharing Ian. so i'm i will have a question uh, for annie about um, and this is a question i'm gonna ask both of you but the question i have is uh, how was uh, for you when uh, you were in the midst in the middle of the problem <clears throat> because you know when we are on the other side it's always easier <laughs> Uh, sometimes I remember looking up to other coaches and mentors and said, well, easy for you that you have done it. I'm in the middle of this shit right now. How do like, and it's so difficult in that moment, even to take the first action when you are right in the middle of it. So I want to, from your personal experience, how was it for you where you were in the middle of your injuries or your health issues? What was going on through your mind? Can you tell us a bit more about that? It's a place I actually don't always like going back to, <laughs> I have to admit. Um, waking up was always a really painful occurrence. Uh, the leg would lock um, and it had to be sort of encouraged to bend so I could get out of bed. Um, pretty much every movement or non-movement I made was some degree of discomfort mainly low level sort of like a nagging toothache Mm -hmm. and I basically lived in a world where I didn't have a left leg I disassociated the left leg so well that actually it took me actually quite a long time to reassociate it to my body once it was pain-free so I I just it was somebody else's leg so I could cope with daily life if somebody else's it was some the pain was somebody else's not mine and then I also, the other ways I coped uh, was I have an ability or had an ability to just fall asleep. So um, if it got too bad, I would just go down, lie down and just sleep. And as long as I could get sleep in about 10 seconds, I was fine. If, if for some reason I couldn't, then forget it. It just started up. And so my life was painkillers. Um, Mm-hmm. painkillers pain um trying to make it all seem that life was fine on the surface because i was in the army uh so you yeah. are having to be active um or at least try to be active um although as in a death role um i still had this facade that actually life was all fine yeah and what i didn't actually know about until recently but then thinking back to it as i've done with clients um recently is that just eroded the confidence one didn't want to go to a, a, a social do because when i had to stand up or when yeah. you look at numpty if you have to sit down um in your 30s um so yeah you just kind of withdrew so yeah if i sum it up it was pain painkillers and withdrawing um, the animals became my savior. 
Oh, we're going to get back to the animals. Uh, we're going to get back to the animals in a minute. And uh, for everyone who's listening right now, we don't want to turn this into a pity party. Uh, that's not why we are doing this. No. The reason no. why I ask this question it is because uh, a lot of people struggle to recognize that they need help when they need it the most. And I think that by being real and saying, you know what, this is what was going through for me, then uh, it kind of gives someone a kick in the arse to say, actually, I'm not the only one that is feeling that way. So that's why we are doing this session. Now, how about you, Ian? How about yourself? Uh, when you were in the midst of uh, your weight issues and uh, that, that you had, how were you feeling about yourself and what was going on in your mind? Yeah, it's a great question, Simone. Uh, so for me, it was this ongoing feeling of uh, defensiveness and frustration and misalignment. And basically, I was like in this loop of being perpetually unhappy about my situation. But my defense on the other hand, was to inject humor and push it away all of the time. So I would always be the one in a group of people that would make the joke about being fat. Uh, I would always be the one to laugh about, oh, oh big people are just happier, big yeah. people are silly, um, fat people are really cuddly, and all of these kind of things. I knew all the fat jokes off by heart and I would make them before anybody else could. So I would externally turn it to, to humor. Um, and if anybody tried to kind of have like a quiet word with me to just say, look, Ian, are you sure this is the right thing for you? I, I would cut them down so quickly. So kind of like I, if, if I could do it preemptively, it was all through humor. If someone tried to have a quiet word with me, I would either just be full of excuses as to why this might not work, why that might not work, mm -hmm. or would kind of just shut someone down if they started to dismantle my excuses. The other peculiarity that I had was this perpetual feeling of frustration. And I describe it like this. If I had chocolate cake, I would love the taste of the chocolate cake. Mm -hmm. I would be feeling guilty. Yes. So there was this constant push-pull feeling of enjoyment, but also underneath it, this kind of undergrowth of um, disappointment, of guilt, of frustration, and so on. But then on the other side of things, if I would have like what I perceived to be really healthy, like a salad or something like that, on the surface, I'd be thinking, oh, aren't I brilliant? Aren't I great? And so on and so forth. But underneath it, I'd be like going, this food is so boring. Like, I, you know. It's like all I can do to get through the day with this stuff. Yeah. So, but then I also had this kind of feeling in, in real life as well in that it's like if I was uh, like doing something that I really enjoyed, I would feel guilty about that thing and thinking, no, but I should be focusing on something more worthwhile. Or if, uh, if for example, like I was doing something worthwhile, I'd be thinking, but I want to have more fun. And so constant disjoint of how I felt versus what I was putting out to the world. And I had this perpetual feeling of jealousy as well toward like people who I perceived to be naturally thin. So rather than asking for help, I'd make uh, insults about those people. I would push them away. I would say that it's impossible. So I would kind of feed myself excuses 
is. Mm -hmm. uh, and and it, it only really changed for me once I began to think, okay, if other people are like how I want to be, yeah. rather than pushing those people away and saying that they're idiots or making excuses about that, why don't I start getting interested and start asking them questions? Uh, and that's, that's when things began to, to change for me. Right. Thank you very much uh, for, uh, for sharing, Ian. Uh, and I can relate with uh, a lot of parts of your journey, having uh, like uh, overeating issues and also went through anorexia, bulimia and other parts. And so when you're talking about guilt and when you are talking about wanting, you know, enjoying the chocolate cake on the surface, but feeling bad inside uh, or, you know, feeling bad even when you're like, it's like I'm praising myself when I eat well, but at the same time, I know in my mind that I want what I really want is that chocolate cake. It's just like an internal fight. So now that we've explored the internal fights, now I want to go back to Annie. And uh, Annie, I want to ask you about uh, when was the moment for you where you realized that you needed to do something about it? Uh, you know, sometimes it happens in our life when we have this switch, something happens uh, in our life or in ourselves, then we actually take it seriously and we say, okay, I need to do something about it. When was for you the turning point? Actually, there never was a turning point because I actually never believed that I would never be like this. So even in the kind of darkest days, I always had this belief that this is not what I was going to be like mm -hmm. for the rest of time. So for me, unlike you know many of my clients, I didn't have, as I put it, The, the health clock starting to tick. It was just a long, slow journey of acquiring the information that was going to eventually unlock the door. Um, and so I suppose that unlocking of that door instrumentally has happened over the last 18 years mm -hmm. when my consultant said to me, you are going into a job that will, will give you the keys because we can no longer, you know, all we can do is wait until you're old enough to have a knee replacement. Mm. Um, which at the age of 28 wasn't exactly the best news. Um, yep. I have no idea why my husband married me. <laughs> He was there. Um, I think I'd run a mile. Um, <laughs> but I suppose it was in 2015 that when I learned about... Um, or shall I say that applied kinesiology, mm -hmm. which is the art of being able to coordinate the whole of how the body functions through the window of muscle testing, yeah. eventually collared me because it had always been knocking at the door. But for me, it just didn't make sense and it was a bit too much woo-woo and therefore nah, it wasn't for me. And so eventually I somehow landed on a course that I should never have been on Um, and I met two amazing German doctors, medical doctors, who, who basically opened up the world of kinesiology to me and the science behind it. And, and with that, I then really started to, to understand all the things that I'd been... I started to understand all the coincidences, 
that made the knee better or worse. Yeah. And then for all, I was able to work. So really from about 2015, it's all snowballed. Um, I think I went on the, it was in April, the course was, and in July, and I still had less pain, manageable pain. And in, it was in July 2015 that I announced to my husband that we were going to do triathlon. Well, that I was going to do triathlon. <laughs> so what, what did your husband say in that moment? I'm just really curious to hear his answer. There was a very big silence. We were in bed having a cup of tea, as I, as I, as I like doing in the morning. <laughs> so it was a morning, it was a morning said, news. My Exactly. <laughs> Not my even in the evening, right? In the morning. No, right? no, By no. the way, darling. My, <laughs> my height of luxury, guys, is having a cup of tea in bed. <laughs> Simple pleasures. Simple um, pleasures. No. Um, so I sort of announced to him that, um, that I was going to train for a triathlon. And he went, oh. And I was expecting being a bit kind of defensive, as, as Ina said. Um, well, you can't do that. Your knee won't survive or, you know, you can't even run. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, which is true. I couldn't run at the time. Um, you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. I didn't get any of that. Later, he told me, well, if she's doing it, I'll do it. Technical hitches, he couldn't swim. <laughs> <laughs> So, little, so he little, little technical hitch that little he couldn't hitch. swim, um, and so he basically set about finding somebody who could teach him to swim. At the age of he is, he was at that time fifty-five. Um, so he's had his own personal journey of learning to swim, uh, and he now can swim about three kilometers. Mm. Wow! So yeah, wow. This is absolutely brilliant. I didn't know that actually your husband actually did the triathlon with you. I didn't know. Oh, that. yes. He's oh, done wow. every triathlon with me, yes. Wow. So you dragged yeah. him, like, you dragged him no, along. No, I haven't no, dragged him. No, no, no I'm not dragged him dragged along, him. but you had, uh, you had this, the idea and then he said, okay, I'm coming with you. I'm joining you. So it's kind of uh, impossible is nothing kind of moment between uh, your knee and uh, is a lack of swimming abilities yeah uh, I, wow wow i'm, I'm super yeah. impressed Th- thank you for <laughs> thank you for sharing Annie. Uh, i knew the story about the triathlon but not this this part <laughs> so so <laughs> worth it okay so just before i go back to ian uh, with the same question i want to say hi to everyone that is watching uh let us know put a comment uh, here or give me a whoop whoop here in the comments so that i see that you're there a uh, big hi to the one and only John Vanek, uh, which uh, said, Annie and Ian, amazing speakers. Yes, they are indeed. So you can see the link uh, here in the show notes uh, or in the comment uh, where you can book your free ticket for Purpose to Abundance. Annie and Ian are going to be our speakers at this next free event that we are having. If you take care and if you would need to prioritize your health, then you should attend this event because if you're an entrepreneur, you must take care of your health. You must take care of your well-being and this is why you should attend. Get your free ticket right now. It's here in the comments and the show notes. So now it's time to to ask the same question to Ian. What was for you the turning point? Because I saw some pictures of you and when you said I was large and then I see you I was like yeah I might be a bit overweight but man you were large 
<laughs> like, like, with all due respect, I saw a picture. I was like, yeah, it was a lie. <laughs> he was real large. So, and you know, it's not. Uh, it's so difficult. Uh, you know, when you are a bit overweight, uh, you know, you go to the gym a couple of months and then you're back on track. But when uh, you have, uh, like, for for other for other people. It might take months, it might take years. And uh, for you, what was your journey in terms of, first of all, the turning point? What was the moment where you said, I need to do something about this? And then secondly, how long was for you the transformational process? Yeah, thanks uh, Thanks for asking, Smiley. I'm, I'm going to start off by saying, and uh, you may recognize this, and, and maybe some of the listeners may recognize this, in that I could probably name about... 50 definite turning points for me when it would happen again and again and again and I'd be like right this is it this time this is not acceptable uh, there, there might have been like times where I might have hit a certain weight and I'd be like oh my god oh my god I can't believe I'm this size right that's it I'm definitely going to turn this around now or it might have been a time that I shifted up a clothing size and I was like no no that is it this time I've got to turn it around now. Um, there's a couple of prime examples that I'm going to give, which um, which might suggest how big I was at one point. Um, I went to a fairground with some friends, and we all went to get on the ride. And you know that you have those big things that you pull down yep. over the top of you? It didn't fit. And I got asked to step off of the ride in front of everyone because the harness couldn't fit over the size of me. And uh, and they said over the tannoy, you there in car number two on the left-hand side, the machine will not fit over the size of your body. Please step off of the ride. And uh, off I go in front of 16 people on, on the ride and God knows how many people queuing up yeah. to get on the ride. I laughed about it. I was crushed inside. Crushed. Mm. Another time uh, that's a bit more personal to me that I rarely share was that we were at a buffet restaurant and as ever, I'd be the person that could go up the most, have the biggest portions. Oh, there goes Ian, off he goes again. The humour would kick in again. And I sat there eating it and I felt a gripping pain in my chest and I smiled, I quietly went to the toilet, and I sat in the cubicle with the door locked, expecting to have a heart attack. I thought, here it comes, this is, this is going to be it. And I don't share it very much because I worry about my mum listening to it and getting all worried about me and, and so on and so forth, but, uh, but clearly it didn't happen because I'm still here, right? Um, but, um, it's, uh, you know, you understand, but even in those moments... Even in those moments, even when I said, this is it, even when I said I've been humiliated in front of loads of people, or I literally think I'm about to die, mm. I still went back to the old habits. It would last a week and I'd still go back. So, but what happened was I started getting interested in how to turn this around. I started getting interested. Like I could see that the things I was trying, like all the different diet programs, they just weren't working. So mm. I got in looking at different approaches and the best way I can describe it is like imagine if you had a glass of 
red wine and a glass of white wine. And every day you took a glass, uh, a, a drop of red wine and put it into the white wine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Keep on dripping it across. It doesn't look as though anything is happening, but it is. Yeah. And so often someone will come to you and go, oh, that's an interesting glass of rosé wine that you've got there. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. what? Really? Oh, sorry. And then one day someone comes to you and goes, my God, that's, that's, you've got two glasses of red wine. And you suddenly realize that, that, you, that you managed to make the change and the shift. So, so what I'd say to people who are worried about making the change, like stop looking for the silver bullet moment. Stop looking for the miracle cure and just commit to continually trying because it will gently and slowly shift. And this is a, a really big deal about weight loss is people imagine in their head this kind of ski slope descent of weight that perfectly goes down by one to two pounds every week and so on and so on and so forth. It like that. It kind of like does loop the loops. It goes backwards, upside down, all sorts of things. So just get interested in finding what works for you. And that's what I did was I just explored method after method after method and thought, ah, this particular little principle works well. Oh, that's interesting. This particular method enhances my journey. And this is how I built my, my method and my product it was actually just through sheer hardcore trial and error. Um, and that's the, the encouragement that I'd offer anybody listening is, look, don't worry about having a immediate moment where it turns around, just commit to working at this and working at this and finding someone that can connect with you and help you through it. Uh, and, and you'll turn the corner. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing, man. Uh, didn't know about a couple of stories and, uh, yeah, I can see how a lot of times, uh, even if something strong really happen, then we keep going back. It's just stronger than us. I mean, I can associate with having, you know, eating issues, uh, and it felt like sometimes a new kind of person was stepping in. And mm -hmm. then uh, I would eat and binge. And then I would go back within myself. I was like, okay, what the hell happened? And I've eaten all this stuff. Uh, it was mm -hmm. such a weird mm -hmm. moment where it felt like literally a new person got control of my body and my actions. And to change that, uh, it takes such a level of commitment, such a level of strength. Um, and as you said, it's all about doing something it doesn't matter how much you do but you keep doing something around it and suddenly you see that after a few years then you're a new person instead of looking at changing everything right now immediately mm -hmm. with the newest crash diet then you know already it's not gonna work so th thanks for sharing Ian really appreciate it so guys uh, we've been we've been listening if you just join right now uh, we've been uh, listening uh, from uh, Ian and Annie. They're going to be our next speaker at Purpose to Abundance, uh, the an amazing personal development event that is happening on the 18th of March in central London. You can get your free ticket here in the comment. It's a must to attend. There's going to be amazing community getting together. We'll meet with like-minded people and as well as meeting person Annie and Ian asking the questions that you have. So I'm going to ask uh, Annie and Ian now. Annie, Annie and Ian. <laughs> Annie and Ian. Yes, I made it happen. I'll also ask you guys, um, what are you going to share at Purpose Abundance and why should people attend? Annie, first. 
Ooh, what shall I share? Uh, so many people, when they realize that they want to change, as we've been hearing Ian speaking, say, I just don't have time. I can't go to the gym. I can't, I can't do this. I can't do that. I don't have time. I've got to do this. And so I made it my, my mission, basically, to help people change within the confines of their normal days. And it's like a challenge now for me to be able to, to do. So I'll be sharing some stories about how people have fitted in things into their working day that has basically not negated going near the need to go to the gym or the need to do some additional exercise if they want to, because one never stops people, but actually that it isn't actually necessary. So I'll be sharing tips on how you can be active in the day, how that, how you can use that activity to channel it, to give you the energy and the focus that you need. Mm-hmm. And also be able to fit what you eat um, and when you eat into the day to again optimize your energy, your focus and that clarity. Because when you have focus, work is so much easier. When you're trying to make a decision and you have a clear head, it's easy. Suddenly all these things just pop into the mind. (laughs) When you're walking through sludge, oh God, is it hard? (laughs) And then the day is just like treacle. Imagine yourself sort of glooping your way through Mm. and you just never finish what you need to do. What a joy. (laughs) Exactly. Absolutely. We, We can all have those days yeah but when you have clarity when when you when you have basically wound the body up in the right way and i don't mean wound up and sort of leaping around i just mean get it flowing in the right direction suddenly brain and body connect Mm -hmm. and when brain and body connect work is just so much easier so So that's the tips i'll be sharing oh so if you haven't got your ticket right now what the heck have you been waiting for (laughs) absolutely a master how about you Ian how are you what are you going to share on the 18th of March good question so first of all uh, if you are someone that has struggled with weight issues for a while uh, you really you've got to come uh, because I'm going to turn uh, the whole dieting thing completely upside down and uh, and I'm going to explain Uh, in my view and in my experience, how you can literally eat what you want, when you want, and still lose weight. How you can literally lose weight uh, without dieting whatsoever. So if you have been struggling with weight for a while and that you've tried different uh, programs and things like that, please just come and listen to what I have to say. Uh, It's pretty mind-bending and it will probably change how you view diets forever so it's a bold claim but hey come and check it out for yourself if you think uh, we like we like bold claims we like bold yeah, claims yeah. and uh, you know for some people it says oh you know it's too good to be true well you have the results in front of you <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's true <laughs> i mean yeah, and, and, uh, 
and here's the thing if, if you don't like it money back you know you it's uh yeah have you get your money back on your ticket no <laughs> on, on, on the free ticket absolutely we'll, it, yeah. <laughs> we'll give you the piece of paper back all right um, that's it yeah uh but no so, <laughs> you're uh, so generous yeah exactly uh, it's it's light-hearted uh it, it it turns the whole thing around and uh it's, it's very gigglesome and and fun so it'll be an enjoyable evening and and you'll you'll learn that the other thing that uh that i want to get across is that you've got to deal with the root cause of the problems and i'm going to express this in a really eloquent way to explain why it's so important that you don't just tackle the kind of external periphery stuff that actually you're going to have to go inside and dig deep and find out what's going on inside and i'm going to explore this in some detail so that by the end of the uh the talk uh, you'll understand the importance of really going inside rather than outside to find the answers and uh, and yeah for anyone who's able to make it i've got a, a cheeky little bonus which will really help you to actually go away and do that so um I, i'm a real big believer so um so i'm part of the gtex community and, uh, and i fully subscribe to the concept of doing and action so i can guarantee you that having listen to me speak, you will literally have a complete and actionable program and steps that you can move forward with. There'll be no further requirement. Like it will be there. It will be something that you can take away and start implementing straight away. And there'll be a cheeky little bonus that will enable you to uh, really dig deep and make the progress you've been looking for. Fabulous. Thank you, Ian. So guys, make sure you get your ticket right now. Again, the link is here in the show notes. It's going to be on the 18th of March uh, in central London with Ian and Annie. We're going to explore how can we live a truly healthy life, whether it is uh, with our body weight, whether it is with our general health and fitness and increased vitality, so then we can be more productive, whether you are an entrepreneur, which is going to be in your business, or if you are, if you are working in a, in, in a full-time job, so you can be more, give more, and also have more for yourself, because life is not just about work, and uh, we, are, we are here to, we're meant to enjoy what we do. So get your ticket for Purpose Abundance, 18th of March, Looking forward to seeing you there. Annie, Ian, thank you very much for uh, doing this interview with us. Really appreciate it. Uh, guys, uh, if you're listening or watching right now, leave us a comment. Let us know what did you enjoy the most about this interview or what was your biggest takeaway or how moment. I know there are many of you watching right now. So take your time, leave a comment. So then uh, myself, Annie, Ian can see the impact that we have made in this interview. Have a fantastic day, have a fantastic rest of the day, and always remember that together we grow exponentially. Ciao!